Welcome to Malcolm Reed's How to Barbecue Right, a podcast where we talk about barbecue, share recipes, and discuss all things delicious. And now, here's your host, Malcolm and Rochelle Reed. Hey, welcome back to the How to Barbecue Right podcast. I'm your host, Malcolm Reed. I'm joined by my lovely wife, Shell, Miss Southern Shell on Instagram, and we got Heath Riles hanging out with us today, fresh off a huge win last week up in Murfreesboro. Heath, how you doing, man? Well, I'm not going to lie, I'm still a little tired. <laughs> <laughs> you ought to be, man. After cooking a, a double contest like that and, and killing it, that's, I mean, you deserve a little break. Are you going to take one? Nope. I'm going to get it fine. <laughs> you got to stay you on got the road. Yeah. Shell, what do we? What do you want to talk about this week? I know we got heat things. So we got to we got to find out all about doing contests and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, first, I want to talk about Murfreesboro. How was it this year? Excellent. Uh, I kind of felt like that it was even better than past years for some reason. It, it was just, you know, from the time we pulled up to the time we left, it was just an incredible, like I guess, spirit over the whole thing. It yeah. was just. Really, I mean, the hospitality, you know, is always bar none at Murfreesboro. And I always say when I quit cooking, I'll still go to Murfreesboro every year. It's just one of those deals. It's been one of my favorite contests for a long time. I mean, you got the Jack, you got Murfreesboro. I'm Memphis and May, but they, Amy and Mike roll it out up there. And they're, you know, they, they take it from a competitor side. So they really, they really, you know, try to roll out the carpet for the competitors. They want to make it fun to cook. Um, they give you the, the best. Goodie bag, a goodie bushel yeah, in, goodie in, in the content in the world. Ice cold Budweiser, charcoal, basket I mean, of wood, apples, yeah. liquor, apples. You know, fresh, it's in there. fresh cookies that I did eat. <laughs> They're always good. I mean, it, it was just incredible. So, for folks out there that don't know what a, a dual contest is, why don't you tell us what they got going on in, in Murfreesboro, Illinois? Well, it's kind of unique. You know, Murfreesboro was one of the first ones that started the whole dual contest thing. And um, it's where you have an MBN contest and a KCBS contest the same weekend. Same day. The same day. And they actually do an SCA on Friday night. So it's really really a triple. It's not even even dual. And I don't believe there's any other contests like that because South Haven don't do a state. Yeah, you know, there's other... You get KCBS contests that'll double up, or you can get double points. I know there's some over in Georgia, and there, you know, there's some other places. You don't really see double NBN contests ever. No, they're always single events one weekend. I'd like to do a double. That, that'd, that'd be a tough one. <laughs> well, you know, one work. weekend they done one years ago with Tennessee Fun Fest when it was so hot they done the invitational and the. That's why oh, I quit yeah, cooking. Yeah. That's why I quit cooking that one. Man. That, yeah, I, I didn't cook that either. Yeah, that was kind of right when I was getting into it, and um, that was a. Uh, a pretty cool deal, but I'd like to do that. I would, I would uh, like to see one of those. I mean, you got to think if you're cooking hogs, back to back hogs for one thing would be tough. I mean, ribs wouldn't be that bad. Pork butt you can do, but but doing two hogs one day, you know, do a hog one day and then turn around and do another hog the next day, it would you would be spent, man. You'd be physically wore out. I mean, the time you're supposed to be prepping the hogs when your own site is for the other. You know, could you prep it two hogs on Friday? Well, I'm kind of lazy now, you know. I've taught TK <laughs> up at Raymond's how to trim a hog. And so you pick he, it up ready to go. I pick it up ready to go. All I have to do is go and inject it, and uh, it's ready to go, and it's well worth the 90 bucks to, <laughs> to trim a hog. So it doesn't take you that long, really, yeah. to get that hog ready. You're talking and, less than an hour. Well, and that's the big key to any barbecue contest is being prepared, as we all know. You know, I trimmed my chicken last week. I trimmed ribs last week. I 
done everything, had it vacuum sealed, ready to go. TK trimmed my shoulders for me up there and my hog. And really the only thing I had to do was kind of shake my money muscles on my butts for the KCBS side. And so it was kind of, I'm not going to say easy, but it made it a lot better than it used to be having to trim all that, you know, on site. I can't do it easy. <laughs> no, it was not easy. So the contest, so the double contest, well, let's talk about a single first. It's usually just you and your wife, Candace. A lot of times, yeah. That, and then, but for one of these, you have to bring out some help. I mean, to make all those parts work, to hit the turn-ins, I mean, you're talking seven turn-ins? Seven turn-ins, and I honestly, you know, Did I don't you do cook all hog three? A, I, don't, I don't cook hog a lot anymore. I only cook it at what I call the big three, which is um, South Haven, Murfreesboro, and um, Arlington. And it's because they pay a lot of money. Yeah. And if it don't pay a lot of money, it's kind of not worth cooking whole hog, in my opinion. You know, $500 is not worth killing yourself. It's hog expensive. Yeah. yeah, it's just not worth it. And so, um, you know, I did. My buddy Mitchell Bedwell from Georgia flew in. He's a KCBS master judge. And uh, he flew in and helped me. And, of course, uh, Kevin O'Sullivan pulled my hog cooker up and, and went with us. And so uh, it was just us four. And um, we actually ended up, we were so tired on Saturday. We hired a couple guys up there to help us clean up and really? yes. it was well worth the forty dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Spent some of that. Yeah. Spent some of that winning's money right out the gate. Well, you, you got to think breaking that whole hog down, what's left of it on the cooker, and cleaning up a hog cooker is is hard. Did you I give mean, it away? Did you bring it oh, back yeah. home, or what'd you do? Yeah, I give it away. The hog, I give away. Yeah, I did. I vacuum sealed all my pork on uh, Monday night. Brought it back home, yeah. put it on ice, and brought it back home. Back yeah, we shredded it all up there, had them do it, put it in a big Ziploc bag, and then I come home and put it all in pre-portioned sizes and vacuum sealed it. And what are you saving that for? I have no clue. I don't know what <laughs> I'm, do with it. I'm really not going to eat it. I bet you have a freezer full of leftover pork from contests. Not just one freezer, three. Yeah, and that's that's all winning, winning pork <laughs> yeah. too. It ain't like, it ain't like it's just some old scrub stuff well, and cooking for the masses. I mean, I give it to friends and stuff, and my mom, I carry her some, and, and you know, Everybody's always wanting some barbecue, the neighbors or somebody. And so the guy that details my truck, he's like, he calls me Barbecue King. He's like, Barbecue King, hey, barbecue. That's right. I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> I get a bag of froze meat, you know. I do it to where, you know, it's a, a meal for two. Yeah. You know, in a vacuum bag. So I'm not giving away that much. But it just kind of feels like it's more impressionable when you do give them some award-winning barbecue. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. You need to start... Starting a, a bidding war on it, then this is first place pork at Murphy's Burl, or you know, you get those first place ribs. People pay good money to try that. So, did you take both trailers up there? You took two. I did. I took my hog cooking trailer, my small one, it's my hog cooking mounted on, and my new trailer that I just got last yeah. week. <laughs> We're gonna talk about that after a while because I'm wanting one bad. And I got Shell gave me the green light. I just oh, got. He's had the green light. I just got to pull the trigger. He can't make his mind up. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you, I've built probably, what, four now? Yeah. It's hard. Yeah, it is hard. It's hard. <laughs> to make decisions? You think you remembered everything you want in one yeah. until you get it. Just like this one I got. You know, and I know we're going to talk about that later. But <laughs> let's, let's go back to what it takes to do that double contest. I mean, when, so for the NBN side of it, that's the Memphis Barbecue Network. Um, you're cooking hog, cooking whole shoulders, and you're cooking ribs, right? I so am. what all? Let's tell us what all goes into to getting the mindset for that double because they change your they change your time yeah, and stuff up. Time. Right? Actually, they moved the MBN times down to nine thirty, ten thirty, eleven thirty. KCBS times are regular twelve, twelve thirty, one, one thirty. 
final started at one thirty, so it would only affect one hog team. Yeah. And so they went in, and you know whoever was doing the duel, they made them the last hog team, which was at two ten. And so it didn't affect me at all as far as times intertwining. Just being sure you put on your MBN meat thirty minutes early is all you really had to do. And you know the temperature is a lot cooler up there at night than it has been around here. And I put my shoulders on like normal about three o'clock. And um, my shoulders come off the grill between one thirty and three, every one of them. And so that was that was kind of crazy. So I didn't get any sleep. I by myself in the trailer. One thirty in the morning. Okay. So by the time I, like, I would doze, <laughs> about the time I would doze back off is when another shoulder alarm would go off, and I would get up and camber it. And so it just went on till three. Well, I had my alarm set to get up at five anyway. You know, to start laying out ribs and letting them come to room temp and all that. And uh, it, it was hard. I don't know why it was hard. It took a toll on me. So, so you didn't get any sleep? No. <laughs> so what'd you cook? You, uh, did you cook Cheshire this time? I did cook Cheshire. I, I think that's the only thing to cook. Really? <laughs> it's done me right. I mean, it, it, it really has. It's done me right. I cannot complain about Cheshire Farms whatsoever. What uh, what size hog did you cook this week? It was 139. Mm-hmm. Did, it take it? did it get done early or where did it come in? No, um, that's when you got it. I kind of, I kind of, you know, I've always used uh, fat caps underneath my hog off the shoulders, kind of protect the loin on the bottom. And so, when I wrap this time, um, I actually throwed some bags of ice on top of the loin inside the cooker to try that, and um, it slowed my loin way down. And so, I backed the cooker down from two sixty five, what I was cooking at, to two thirty five because I was about one hundred and fifty five degrees on the. Well, 150, 145, 150 on the shoulders and hams when I wrapped at 11. And um, and it slowed it down enough that when I pulled for the blind box the next morning, it was 143 degrees. It was dead. That's perfect. Funny. So what time did you put it on? Uh, I did not light the grill up till 4, and it was cold when I lit it. didn't get up to temp till about 6. You started basting it every hour or so? Yeah, about every hour and a half. That's and then right. wrapped it at midnight? Uh, 11. 11. Yeah, I wrapped it a little bit early. It had good color where I wanted it at. Nice. I mean, excellent color. And did you so, run temp probes that whole time, or did you just... No, I, didn't, I just go by feel, honestly. Yeah. I don't temp it till... I temp it when I wrap it just to see where it's at, if it's where it always usually is. And then um, I checked it the next morning at 6 a.m. Did you leave those ice bags with water on there? I did, didn't melt the bags or anything. Really? They, they were just stayed? water when I opened up the cooker the next morning. So when you wrapped after... After I wrapped the foil on top of it, I laid five bags of ice. <laughs> like big on, bags? On, big bags on top of the loin. I stacked them up three and two. Over the foil, not yeah. in the foil. And it was almost touching the top of the cooker. Wow. And so oh, it I've just stopped that. that loin, you know, and as that water kind of melted, it just surrounded around that loin. And it, it all drains down into the water pans. It was, it was still in the bags. The bags never busted. It was weird. Yeah. And I took the bags out the next morning. I mean, it was. Did you jack the heat up after you wrapped? Or did you no, no, I lowered it. I you let it stay at 235 mm-hmm. the whole time, all night? Yeah, I did. She run like a breeze with that guru on it. <laughs> <laughs> run like a breeze. Yeah. So what was your shoulders and ham sitting at? Um, well, you know, I cooked them on my deep south. Or are you talking about on, on the, the hog? hog? Yeah. Uh, when I wrapped about 150, 145, 150, 155, depending on which, you know, the back side of the hog, the front side of the right. front and, Is this um, a backwoods? Yeah, yeah, that's a backwoods whole hog cooker. And so I cooked the hog on it. And then I had a deep south 42, it running, it cooked my shoulders, my brisket, and my butts. I had nine full pans in it 
with the meat on racks. <laughs> that is jam packed. And I had my old Hickory CTO that cooked all the ribs on. And spares and loin bags. Spares and loin bags, and I did not touch them. Candace cooked every one of them. Really? I did not. So you got to give. So you got to give her credit. Yeah, I got to right. give her credit. She done every bit of it. Even the MBN ones. Even the, oh, she does the MBNs all yeah. the time when she's there. But she done the KCBS ones to a T and pulled them, and they were perfect. And when it got down to finals, talking about the ribs, I kind of thought they might be a little tight, you know. But once I glazed them up and put my hands on them, I could take when we got the ribs to the table and push all the bones out of a slab of ribs, pick it up, and then lay it back and play, put all the bones back in it. <laughs> did you do that in your presentation? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. And that's a ballsy move. Yeah. I took it and made it like an accordion. You know, with, with no bones with in it? No, no bones in it. I could take that and lay it back down. And then I put the bones back in and picked it up. Then I'd break it apart, and all the bones would stay in it because I laid it on the plate. Holy smokes. And I had some final judges tell me they'd never seen anything like that. I've never heard of it. And I said, I'm going to be honest with you. I've only been able to do it one other time. Yeah. And I mean, and it was, they were just incredible. So the stars just aligned on that. They lined up. They were perfect. <laughs> and, you know, going against Lonnie from Bubba's Grills, he, he had a first hog, you know. Um, he's a heck of a hog. He's a hell of a hog. I mean, he, he's really good. Um, and, um, and he'd come up there, you know, last year was his first year. And many of them have kind of like a little rival, you know, uh, going back and forth of who's going to win. That's well, because you go over uh, to Georgia. And try that's because I went over to Georgia and pegged that jig, and I'm, I'm going to make that trek this year. Are you? I am. I didn't get to make it last year, and, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going after it again. I am. Man, I hope you win it, too. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, that's, that's – How many people – Is that one still in the end? It is. Has anybody from Mississippi ever won except except you? Except me, I said. Uh, I mean, there's not <laughs> many people out of the state of Georgia that win it. It's uh, always a Georgia me and, team. Me and Pat Burton. Wow. Man, that's I good said, company yeah, right that's, there. That's, that's good Pat. company. It don't get any better. You know, and I, we talked about it earlier before we got started. I think Pat's the only one that's been close to winning a, a duel. It is. Um, he's, I know he's grand, he's, he's probably what, granted MB, uh Granted MBN and reserved to KCBS. At the same day. Same day. And I've done that in 2016 in Virginia. And then I turned around and I set a goal with myself that I wanted to grant two. And I've done it in 2017 at Springfest in South Haven. And to do it locally, I remember you and your brother. Yes. You know, when y'all were pulling off in the truck, waving pulled up, and he said, I can't believe you've done that. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about the one in Virginia. I remembered Springfest, but I forgot. So this is your third. Well, the, the Virginia one, he, he was a reserve. Oh, he yeah, was almost. Right. Okay. Yeah, we're not going to count that. Okay. You almost. That was gay. But still, oh, yeah. yeah. And that's a, another awesome contest. Well, you know, we were talking and somebody's like, Murphy's bro, that, that's crazy. And I said, well, you know, we had more teams at Springfest. And looking back, I look back and we had 54 NBN teams and we had 76 or 75 KCBS teams at Springfest that year. That year. That was a huge year. That's the first year they did it. Yeah, that was a huge year. I mean, we it was 56, 57 KCBS teams at Murfreesboro and it was only like 20 NBN. NBNs. But I gotta say, and not not to take anything away from Springfest, Murfreesboro, the competition is a little more stiff. It was. You had the old goat there, there more. You one two barbecue. You had smoked me silly. You had rooters and tooters. You had hot coals. I mean, heavy hitters. Heavy hitters. There was no jokes there. Yeah. I mean, it, on the case of the NBA inside, the same way. Oh yeah, yeah you've got some yeah. huge team like they travel. Lonnie, yeah. When Lonnie, when Lonnie makes there. a stretch, when Lonnie rolls into a contest, it's like you got some hardcore competition. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it was, and, and Craig Wilkerson was there. Steamboat, who finaled at Memphis and May, was there. 
Uh, Is that who came in second? Yeah, yeah. they come in third. And all. Okay, third. And so it was good to beat somebody, you know, in final to Memphis and May always, you know. Right, right. That's a good test of where you're at. I mean. It's, barbecue's been good to me. That made my 72nd grand championship since Murphy's Roll of 2013. Wow. 70, 72nd? Yeah. Wow. That's a 72. Lot. That's a refrigerator Perry number. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going after one this weekend down in Roval, right? I am. I am going after it. Hardcore. So what do they have going on down there? It's part of that Delta battle. Um, you know, that Delta battle, they took, they're taking four contests and they're taking your best prelim score, no matter what category it's in, and adding it up, your best three, and you win an additional $5,000 in a belt, like a championship like belt. A wrestling, like a, like a wrestling, wrestling championship belt. Yeah. And I actually come up with the idea for the wrestling belt for them on that. Um, Elise had called me before they started that thing a, a year ago, and I said, it'd be nice to have like a championship belt. Yeah. Do that. We don't, you know, never seen anything like it. And, and I never have cooked them. I've always cooked two and not three. This year I'm cooking three, and they made it four. And so I, I'm going to see if I can win it in three versus everybody else cooking four trying to get yeah. points for it. So they're taking your best three pretty much, though. They're just dropping one low one. That's it. Oh, okay. You're just not okay. Drop. So you do have a chance. Yeah, I'm just not yeah. going to have a drop. Yeah. i got to do it in three. Yeah. You've already got – this will be number two, and so you got – This will be number two, then I'll have one more Cleveland. Okay. In October. That's a big, that's a pretty big contest down there. That's the, the it is. Is it pig picking? Uh, no, that was just weekend okay. in Murfreesboro. Uh, leaving Oktoberfest. Okay. It's the second week in October. You know, it's a huge festival and uh, it's always a good contest. Always. Yeah, they get a lot of teams. It's in associated with Delta State some kind of way. They have a lot of. Well, no, that was a Delta State oh, this okay. past weekend. Man, I get confused. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> it is confused. You got two in Cleveland. One was last week with Murfreesboro. So some of the NBA teams went there. Yeah. But it just don't pay any money. Oh, so that's that's why I split the teams down. Yeah, there. that's why I split because the Because there was down. one down there. So some of the teams that really didn't want to go against me went to went to yeah. Delta State. I mean, but it's not that so much to me. Uh, you know, and I'm running for points this year. But down there, $600 for grand champions all it pays. And yeah. so that's what fifth place pays at Murfreesboro. Well, that's tough to cook a hog. Yeah. You only got a shot to win six hundred yeah. bucks total. I mean, yeah. for a grand. I mean, that, that, and so I, I don't know. I, I want to go where the money's at. I do. Yeah. And the prestige. I don't blame yeah. you on that. You got to pay for that trailer, right? <laughs> yeah, I try to pay for it. <laughs> it so you sold the other trailer, right? I did. I did. Big Mo bought it. Oh, did he? Yeah. yeah. I saw you post that. Yeah. He got some good. Oh, he's got it wrapped up now. That's yeah, that's your trailer. Yeah, my rap guy actually wrapped it for me. It looks good. Yeah, he done a real good job. Yeah. You didn't, it wasn't an old, yeah. old trailer. Well, you know, I've kind of got the two-year deal, you know. I'm a, <laughs> you always have a fresh trailer. <laughs> I'm a two-year deal. I'm a, I'm a one-year, I'm a trailer, and the next year I'm a truck. There's a trailer and a truck. But just kind of, it's been about two and a half years I kept that trailer. Um, and I don't know, I, I kind of, you know, I was cooking 30 to 35 contests a year and kind of wanted to slow down and want Wanted something a little smaller, and I'll end up cooking 15 contests this year. And so next year to be somewhere 10, 12, 15, I want 15. I kind of want to enjoy and do a little more fishing like we did this past year, just hanging out. And yeah. 15's not bad on 52 weekends, but when you start doing 35, 38 weekends, it takes a, a toll. Cooking, it takes a toll. And so I, I, I kind of want to cut back a little bit, but when I do go cook, I want to be. I still want to have my edge, you know, be competitive. And I hope that don't drop off for a long time. Yeah. Uh, how is this new trailer smaller? It is. It's a 28 foot. 
Okay. What was that old Just one? Just 40 oh, foot. <laughs> still, still eight foot longer than ours. <laughs> and I've had it since like 2013. I was going to ask how long have you had well, yours that. Yours are 24 foot. No, I don't. It's, it's, I think it's no. a 20 foot box with a, with a V. Really? Yeah. We've got like a seven foot porch and the rest of it's just like living quarters kitchen. And it's got the V nose, but. We got, we got to get you a new one. Yeah, I need, I need a 28. That's what I need. I need he can't make up his mind. Well, once you see my 28, I think you'll at least go 28. I was going to go 26. I've had a 26 before. But that other two foot just, and you really don't need but an eight foot porch. I want the 10 foot porch. You know, yeah, yeah, because we're only putting the CTO on. Yeah, eight foot. Oh, time you. So that, I, I, we're, we're used to seven foot back there. So I know an extra foot yeah. will just be extra space. What do you have on the back of yours right now? I have a Deep South GC forty two and an old Hickory CTO. So going back to last weekend, what was your strongest finish? Was it chicken and KCBS? Chicken KCBS. Oh, what'd you get? Oh, uh, one eighty. Oh, yeah. And, and me, actually, tell us how you did it. Well, I can tell you <laughs> it, was it legs? So it was chicken <laughs> is legs. Is that the picture you posted? It on is. Facebook? That was yeah. the picture I posted. So, uh, you know, I used my honey cold day and my honey rubs, and I used to always season under the skin and on top of the skin. Well, at Spring Fest, I said, I'm not seasoned on the skin. My chicken's already got a good enough, you know, spicy bite to it that I'm not doing it. So, stretch my skin down. And trimmed off the excess of the season on the outside once I injected my legs. Put them in a pan of butter, cooked them. I got third there, I believe. Well, up in Murfreesboro, done the same thing. What chicken and, and You going to tell me? I'm working on a chicken injection. Oh, are you? <laughs> we're we're going to drop a chicken injection and we're going to drop a breast injection. I need you to up. come do a chicken leg, a, a comp chicken leg video. That would be an awesome video. I had Eric from Fire Dancer come do thighs on a jambo. You cooked yours. On a Traeger? On a Traeger. Yeah. So, man, that, I got a Traeger right back, right. man. Whenever you want to do it. Yeah. yeah. I need to, I need to it's not hard out. at all. I mean, honestly, it's we can not. Get it, you know, if we can catch one before hunting season gets kicked off yeah. too much, maybe we can. <laughs> <laughs> I know. When it starts, we can. <laughs> barbecue's going to kind of get a pause break. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so, got them injected and got them seasoned. And got them ready to go. And I set them on the counter for about 45 minutes to an hour before it's time to put them on. So I put them on the pellet grill at 75. Just kind of let them get ambient. And I know a lot of people leave them in their fridge to stay ice cold. But my timeline, it depends on the ounce of the leg. And I bought eight packs of leg, which was 40 legs that I went through. And I wanted to be sure I was within a half ounce of everything. That's just how I do it. Mm-hmm. And I got the best 16 looking legs. And um, and that that's what I used. And so got an eight in each pan. Put them on 275 at 945. They were about four and a half ounces a piece. And so I put Kevin and Mitchell on checking my legs, and they go 45 minutes, and then I would rotate the hands and spritz them with butter. And then every 20 minutes, that's spray butter. Spray butter. I can't believe it's not butter, what I use. Well, they kind of got it mixed up. And so they, for 45 minutes, they sprayed it and rotated, and they want another 45 minutes instead of going 20 minutes. And I don't know if that made the color better on those legs with my honey rub on the outside of it, a little more red. Yeah, it let it set. Instead of, yeah, yeah, it let it set more, but it was incredible. And they weren't so, overcooked? I mean, no, they were, man, when I checked them at 11, I guess it was 11.15 when I checked them, 11.20 when I checked them, what time it was, that I went out and checked them. I said, hey, you can check them, see where we at, because I pulled them and. Put them on a cooling rack, put them back on, and let them kind of dry the butter 
off of them for about 10 minutes before I dunk them in sauce. Um, That's a good idea. They were hitting like 186, 187, and I want them 190 to 192. And so I knew we were we were dead dead on. And so um, when I went to pull them out, you know, sometimes I don't trim my tenons or any of that kind of stuff. I had two tenons bust out of 16. All the legs were perfect, everything. And so I, you know, let them dry and I dunked them and put a little bit of that magic salt on them and put them back on the pit on the smoke setting and let that smoke attached to that sauce and pulled them out and built a box and they were perfect. So did you ever cover the pan? They cook uncovered? I never cover the pan. It stays uncovered the whole time. You know, that's how on legs you pop your tendons and they blow out is when you cover the pan. If you don't cover the pan, the cooking process is a little bit longer. And you, know, you gotta so that's keep why they So you can get that hour yeah. and a half. Yeah. So, so I'm going actually two hours. Two total. hours is what I'm going total. Total. On legs. total. total. Because you're, you're giving yourself that 15 minutes yeah. to get them on the rack, get them dried out, then get them glazed. And if you're over five ounces on the legs, you want to go about two and a half hours. So, yeah, I wouldn't mind. Yeah, I mean, that half ounce. Minutes. Now, don't get me wrong. If you can buy a whole lot of chicken at once, and I've done this before when I had, you know, four contests in a row, I'd have what I call a trimming party, and Deborah Palmer set me with a good buddy of mine, <laughs> and we would trim up. You know, four contests at once, and I could even get the weights even closer. But I mean, I have a whole vacuum bag full of legs now that I'm going to grill and char up probably, and you know, have some chicken legs yeah. tonight for dinner. There you go. You know, I'm not going to waste them. What uh, what temp did you run the trigger at? Two seventy five. The whole time. The whole time. Or do you dial it back when you're setting smoke? Or just... uh, only when I put the sauce on there. You put it back yeah. down to like two twenty five. So I put it on the smoke set. Yeah. What, what know, trigger I, is that? Well, that's what I was going to say. I was cooking on the old Pro 34, and I swapped over to the uh, uh, Ironwood 885, mm-hmm. and I really like that grill. Is that the new the new one? Yeah, we got the downdraft system like the, the Timberline does and all that. It's got the insulated sides, um, and the barrel's not insulated, but I really like that for the chicken. Is that the bigger one, or is that the... It, it's, the it's the bigger one, yeah. yeah. It's not the, the Pro model, the small one. Yeah. And you, when you uh, get ready to cook on that, do you just wheel it off on this That's new trailer? Just wheel it off. Is that the only category that you're cooking on the trailer? Just That's chicken? it, just chicken. Man, I got to try those legs like that. I need you to yes, come show me how to do you it. Did oh, you did try legs. We did them, yeah, but I did them on a drum. Yeah. And I did them kind of the way I did. We covered. I had Michael yeah. cooking them on a video, and they covered. And of course, tendons pop. I didn't really care about that. I just take scissors and trim it off where it pops. You can't tell when it's yeah. in the box, but... But the cook was so much faster. I cooked them in like an hour, fifteen minutes. Yeah, because I, mean, I could see where uncovered slows them down a little bit. Probably didn't pressure them as much, and then probably get a better bite. Skin, your your skin probably turns out a lot better. Not covered. I just card mine also. Some right. stretches. Where, you know, most judges are going to bite on the top of that leg, the most pretty, beautiful part. They're not going to turn it upside down. Yeah. Spinning the butter or whatever is going to be a little bit lighter of a color since you're spinning that butter. And so, um, you know, jacardin, I think, kind of helps make sure ensure the bite through skin as well. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's hard to beat a leg. I mean, you see more guys cook them and do Meat well on with the them. You do, yeah. <laughs> Meat on the bone. How long does it take you to trim them? 15 minutes. Are you just weighing? That's it. That's Mostly it. weighing. You know, I take a napkin. The, the key to the legs is when you grab it with, one, when you, with your left hand, because I'm right-handed, Take a napkin and stretch the skin down over it. 
And if it's got any kind of a joint knuckle hanging on the end of it, trim that joint off and just trim the excess skin off where it's even. That's it. You and if you never cover scissors. scissors, and if you never cover the pan, the skin's not going to shrink up. Everybody asks me, how do you get the skin to stay down? Well, just don't cover the pan. When you cover the pan is when the skin shrinks up. Do you start out, do you pull it back in jacquard or do you just jacquard right I the jacquard meat and on the skin, meat and all. Mm-hmm. Once you get it pulled up. And I, I usually inject about an ounce in each leg. Each I side make, of the bone? Uh, yeah. I go around in about four spots putting about an ounce of injection in. And then I dump each, all the legs in a Ziploc bag and I make 32 ounces of injection. So I got 16 legs. So I usually got about 16 ounces left. So then I pour the rest of it over it and seal it up. And I do that on Friday. So it's, so it's marinating that injection. So not only injected, they're also brining also yeah. all night long. And I, I mean, they'll squirt on you. They, so they, they, can, they, can, they, they can't be dry. <laughs> yeah, can't they can't be dry. be dry. It's got enough phosphate to hold it in Yeah, there. that's what I was going to ask. It's got phosphate in it, what you're using. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course. I can't tell you nothing else. So. <laughs> I think you pretty much gave it to us. Now I just got to do it. That's it. No, I, want, I, want, I want you to show me how to do it. I want to try to it. I've got a Timberline sitting out there ready to go. So, talking about barbecue trailers, you've got when? How long have you had your barbecue trailer, Mal? I, the first contest we ever cooked with it was Fulton. I yeah, remember I that, that. But I don't remember what year it was. I'm gonna say. How old 30, do you think it is? Twenty twelve or twenty thirteen, maybe something like that. I think. So that's not that old. You know, you've got a lot of hard money. You ought to do a raffle. Just give it away. You appreciate it. You ought to do a giveaway. It couldn't be worth much money. No, there's nothing wrong with that trailer. I don't know why it's so hard. Nothing wrong with it. Just got It'd be a good starter trailer for somebody. Yes, it would. The AC blows, it'll run you out of there. Why does it keep some cold AC? I mean, it's like a It is always cold. Everybody piles up on the beds and that's in the water. It's had an axle re- recently replaced. Both of them. It's got yeah. new axles underneath it. New tires. This Candy Weaver took a door off for you. I had to get that fit. Yeah, yeah. that's the only thing. The gull wings on it, those things. That's the first part to on those trailers that would start showing water damage. Because they're like metal on top of plywood. Well, water gets through there and they got a way to get out. So it, that's why on my new trailer, I want to go to a smaller window like you have. You know, a lot of companies won't build a big window like that anymore because they're never going to, they're always going to warp, you know, and give. You really don't want no more than a three by five window, in my opinion, three by six. Yeah, I want a small one on the back. I don't need it to open up that big. You just want to be able to open up enough to get some airflow. Did you put a smoky vac on yours or anything? We did. We put a, uh, instead of having a pipe that cookers through the roof this time or any of that, uh, Tracy is doing a a new deal. He started a while back. We're using, Almost like an attic fan or a or a smoke evac, you know, it's a bigger fan. And I was running that CTO and that deep south. Well, the deep south at night with it closed up, it never got smoky back there. It, pulls it sucks it, it all out, pulls it all out. So I really like that fact that I didn't have to pipe anything through the roof or yeah. outside or anything like that. What, what's your material back there? Is it diamond plate or uh, black diamond? So plate. it doesn't show smoke residue. So all you got to do degrees it. So what was the process of ordering this new trailer? Well, you know, I'm kind of different than a lot of people. I draw a line out myself, kind of told Tracy what I wanted. And uh, he put it to life in a 3D CAD drawing. 
And uh, I kind of like, well, we need to move this, move that. And how many inches is this? And even though you draw it up on graph paper still, when they, the way they build it, you kind of need to know some inches. And really the only thing that I would change in my trailer now that I've got it, I've made my top cabinet a little bit shorter on the side I build my blind boxes on where I can hang a TV. I didn't put a TV in this trailer, and I kind of wish I would have. Yeah. Got to have a ball game. Well, I talked to him the other day. It's something we can't go back and change, and I'm going to be going to the jig, and I, that might happen. I might leave early and go put a shorter top cabinet in it and put a TV in it. Yeah. So you're talking about lengthwise. Yeah, lengthwise. I think I put a... You know, an eight foot cabinet up there, and if I went with a six foot cabinet on, you know, on the top, that you know, yeah, I put a TV beside it, about a twenty four yeah. inch TV, a thirty two inch TV somewhere yeah. at, at size. Did you do the deep cabinets up top, or are they just the shallows? Uh, they're they're deep. You got full pan in them? Oh yeah, pretty close. Yeah, I got full pans on. Them. So you got plenty of storage in. Yeah. Yeah. Plenty of storage, plenty of drawer space. Uh, put a closet in it. Put two closets in it. One for my clothes. Yeah. You know, we always, even your barbecue trailer, you set your bag in there and your clothes sitting on the bed or in, in the, the way, floor, yeah. in the or way. Or hanging on a window or something. Yeah, yeah. and so I wanted this time, I wanted a little closet that I could hang my shirts up in, put the pillow in off the bed so nobody's getting on your pillow during the daytime or nothing like that. And so I've done all that to this trailer. Uh, put storage in the V-nose part uh, to where I can put a tent up there if I want to, my chairs or anything, you know, like that. Well, it's not on the inside of the trailer. So when you say a storage, you mean like a cabinet door on the V-nose? Yeah, I have a door oh, on the outside of the V-nose yeah. where it's squared off on the inside, but the V-nose part is storage. Yeah. So I put my cords out there, my water hose, my... That way nothing's piled up on the inside of the trailer. Yep. Nothing is clean on the inside. So you put all your cooking stuff in the cabinets? Did you put a refrigerator in it? I did not put a fridge in it, um, you know, because it seems like fridges pull so much power and... They always, if you leave them, let them get cold, and you don't leave them open, they mold yeah. and all that. So it's more so, it's more about when you're not using the trailer. you got to yeah. keep it cooked up to shore power or something. That's right. Or you know, you're always letting it cool off, and you're right, you're setting yourself up. That's right. Something, you ever left well, it's not good for a fridge to be, to be running, and then you cut it off, and then it kicks back on, you know, run, you know, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So I don't, I don't know. I just... I didn't put a fridge in it. You put a full, full bathroom, though, didn't you? Oh, full bathroom. Shower, uh, toilet, sink, everything. Put Even put a closet in the bathroom this time to hold the tiles and yeah. linens and all that. See, that's what, that's what we want to go to, too, in a trailer, because we never have had onboard facilities. It is so. You've got to think. If you're going to do 10 or 15 contests a year, 10, let's just say 10, that's an extra 1000 to what? Twelve hundred fifty dollars in Porter John rentals. Yeah, it's always one hundred thirty-five yeah. bucks usually. Yeah, minimum. Sometimes contest. it'll be more than that, like one seventy-five, one eighty-five. Yeah. yeah. And it's more or less to own. It's like real estate. You better off to own it instead of rent it. Oh yeah. You know. And then you got the shower too. So that shower is so nice. After you throw chicken on, you know what I mean, and then got your ribs on and they wrap. You throw chicken on at nine o'clock. You've got time to jump in the shower before you really get into building blind boxes or anything, and you just feel refreshed. You know, that, that's the thing about it. You feel refreshed. Gives you an edge. <laughs> yeah. What's the bed situation? Do what? What's the bed situation in your new? Um, so I put a fold-down couch bed in it, mm-hmm. and above it I put a bunk bed that folds down off the wall. Okay. That way I can got a couch to sit on during the day, but I can sleep on it at night. And if somebody's with me, like Austin or my son, or I don't see my wife crawling up there. She may not, you know. <laughs> 
want to do that. Uh, she said she would, but you can always blow up an air mattress and put in the floor. Yeah. You know, as everybody leaves if you have to. Where'd you send her a hotel? If she goes, I mean, but she don't go to a lot of far-off comps, but if she, we do go to a far-off comp, yeah, she's staying at the Holiday Inn. She's a Holiday Inn or Hampton Inn kind of girl. Yeah. <laughs> I don't blame her. That's what, that's what she <laughs> likes that morning coffee, you know. Well, she refuses to stay in a barbecue trailer. She hadn't stayed in one. How long's it been? That's I refuse to stay in this particular barbecue trailer. <laughs> well, it's an air mattress on the floor. There's no bathroom. It's for one night. It's not like I'm actually going to live in it. Shelly Candace did it. <laughs> You got them too used to the I, used, I did place. it. I, like a bed. <laughs> <laughs> Running water. Running water, yeah. A toilet. What's wrong with poor John? Well, and I made sure I, I put slide so doors long. on this. I don't have doors open up either. I put slide pocket doors That's to the bathroom and to the back porch. Oh, I like that. So there's no waste going out to the back porch yeah. and open up and you have to shut the door. I've got a pocket door slides back and forth. Is it a like um, outdoor kind of door, like a glass door, uh, like patio doors? What I'm no, it's built just like a trailer door. It's okay. got I put a window in it, so you can see. Yeah, yeah, so you can see out it. It's a pocket door yeah. slides into the wall. Man, I like that. Were those super expensive? No, no. What was your total cost on this new trailer? Almost thirty-five. Twenty-eight. Huh? Yeah, that's about what I expect. And it's got yeah. solar chargers on the roof. It's got. Uh, you know, electric jacks. It's got gas line run the porch to fire the CTO with. It's, I mean, every amenity that I figured I could put on one. It's got uh, all the gauges and stuff that shows you how full the water tanks are. So you're not guessing on how much fresh water, black water, gray water you got. All that. It's got all the, the newfangled, everything you can put on one. This trailer has it. Did you do an onboard generator? You still use a Honda? No, I still got a Honda 7. So you just, what do you do? Roll it up the back? And I, and I also put two. 15,000 BTU air conditioners in that small space. And during the daytime Murphy's Bowl, it was about 92 degrees. So I turned on the other air conditioner, but I wired it up separately, where it's on a separate 110 circuit. So I can run my other, the other part of the trailer with one air on a 110 if I got to. I don't even need a 50 amp. So that eliminates having to bring a generator a lot yeah. of times. So. It does, but you got to make sure it's a good 20 amp service to do that. It's better to plug into a 30 amp if they've got it. Yeah. Um, and if you do, I do have a microwave in it in case I need to heat some barbecue sauce up for a turn-in. Um, you just need to cut that one air conditioner off if that circuit's on to run the microwave, you know, so you don't blow a breaker. Uh, but running both air conditioners in that thing will freeze you out. Way to live that. <laughs> you can't run both of them at night. Yeah. There's no way. Couldn't stay in there. Have you ever had an RV? No. Yeah. You've always just had the barbecue trailer and truck. See, that's, I'm, I've been looking at that too. A diesel one to pull the jam boat. So they, they are nice, I can tell you. They yeah, are really nice. Oklahoma style. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, that's what a lot of those guys are going to. They're going to RVs, pulling a stick burner. It is, but then you still don't have anywhere for you. you got to wag that barbecue stuff in and out. Or either pop well, see, that's my problem. I, have you seen so the ones that got the little cook area in the back? Like it's a. It, you you can. RV, I guess it's called. And, and I'm, David Qualls has one. Um, and Tommy Houston's got a new motor home, and he's pulling a J3 behind it. And he's in the limo now, or even having to pull out a pop up tent because he don't want nothing in that nice of an RV. You don't want to be splashing yeah. barbecue sauce in there, spilling on you on the floor or anything like that. And so that's true. I know that uh, Southport done this. They had Southern Dimensions build them a little small 
16 foot trailer, got an eight foot porch on it for the, they put an outlaw on the porch and they got an eight foot enclosed kitchen area. We so they pull that with the RV? They pull that with an RV. And so when they pull up, all their barbecue stuff's in the trailer behind it and they sleep and everything, shower in the RV. That way none of their barbecue stuff's in there. So if I was going to go with an RV, I think I'd buy me a small trailer and a porch model, you know, cooker. There you go, you know, Shelly. Think about that. And that you way, a barbecue trailer to go with the RV, get them matched. That's right. That's <laughs> even you a better idea. A king pull it. Little like Skinner, little like Skinner coming down. Right, on tour. You <laughs> <laughs> only need it ten times a year. Well, that way, well, RV, you could do whatever you wanted to with it. None of your barbecue stuff was in there. You yeah. know, you'd go camping, you'd whatever go you want to do, vacation, yeah. whatnot. You wouldn't have to. All your barbecue stuff was still contained in a barbecue trailer. Yeah. The only shop. problem I see with that is once you park that RV, like you're not going to run to Walmart at a contest or, you know, you're, you're limited in your mobility. You know, you can get in a truck. Uber. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which the yeah. problem is you got Uber in some of these little yeah. towns we go to. Murfreesboro. It's hard to find one up there. They got it though. Yeah, I had to call a cab last time I was there. Cab. You get Uber from Carbondale from where the hotels were. When you got to Murfreesboro. You couldn't find any. You had to call the cab service. What'd you have to call a cab for? I wonder. <laughs> <laughs> it's being safe. The hospitality. I forgot my truck. I forgot where I parked the truck. I think that was Eric's problem tonight. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> he hung out with us. Oh. It was Saturday night. Yeah. That, and do you know Cliff Lauderdale? Uh, smoking mud duckers. He kind of knew to hit me in uh, this year. He's a lineman there and uh, for North Central. Okay. He got first place pork. And, oh, awesome. uh, and he had a hotel room in Carbondale. He never went there on Saturday night. <laughs> he he celebrated too much. He never did you stay? It. Did you go to the hotel? No, oh, I went to the hotel. Yeah. Where did y'all celebrate? Uh, at 17th Street. Oh, really? So it was yeah. a late night? It was a late night. We got us a big table and, and several, several, probably dozen pitchers of beer yeah. and. Uh, some wings up there and just hung out and watched ball game and, uh, and you know, just talked and reminisced. Did you get a pork steak? I didn't, man. I ordered man, wings. Get the They've got a new pork burger with horseradish cheese on it really? and everything. Was it good? That was really good. Uh, but ordering the wings up there and told them to leave them on the grill to get a little bit extra char on them. Uh, we ordered, I don't know, four dozen wings for the table, I guess. Those wings were incredible. I mean, incredible. Their they food buffalo really wings a shame. Really? Their so, food's really good. Yeah. I've had everything I've had there. I always had to go to Port Street. It's the first place I ever really had it that way. And um, every, every time I go back, I, that's the dinner I get. It, it's Usually I get the turnip greens and the mac and cheese go with it. God, it's good. Man, I, I, hate we didn't go. I hate we didn't go. I Michael was playing football. And we had a game. And you try to go every other year. Yeah, I'll be there next year. Yeah. Well, you know, you didn't make it last year. Yeah. And him and Waylon was there. We had a big time, man. We had a big time side by side. Oh, we did pretty good. I still have that image in my head of you standing out there and you thought nobody was watching. And we didn't gotten into the barbecue juice up Saturday morning. Jack Daniels. Yeah, Jack Daniels. Yeah, and Kevin, and then brought that half half. And you tasted that chicken thigh and you said, and you threw it up under the truck. I think I dropped it. And I said, yeah, you did drop, drop it. You kicked it underneath. And he looked, he looked around and he was like, like nobody was watching. I said, I've seen that. <laughs> oh, that was after a few 707s. Yeah, I think you took the uh, 
We did good chicken there, though. The breather off the Jack Daniels bottle. The <laughs> he said, we don't need that carburetor. I threw that as far as I could throw it, too. <laughs> that was when it was getting bad. Yeah, it's always a good time. Always. That boy's in there driving back, though. He keeps you under control. He tries. Mm-hmm. You can't keep him up. Once he gets going. Yeah. Hey, we're, we're cooking. Uh, well, I'm not, we're not cooking. You're cooking something. I'm not. I'm, we're going to the water tower here in Hernando. This weekend, <laughs> going back to your roots, going back to the roots. It's non-sanctioned. If I wasn't going to rule, I would. You have know, you won't come out there and hang out. I know so I would. It'd always be a good time. Always. We're doing it as post Oak Malone. Post Oak Malone. <laughs> you know, the last time the I was at the Water Festival, um, Jason Aldean played there. Yeah, yeah. that's the last time they've had some great acts. Luke Bryan's played there before. It's yeah. like when they first get started, before they know it. Oh, I've got a story off air about that one. <laughs> Can't talk about that one on no. podcast. It's, we're still trying to keep our family right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's definitely not a family. We didn't do that barbecue podcast after dark. Yeah. The, the stories story. we can tell. Those stories shouldn't be told, though. There's some that don't do that. It ruin marriages and yes. lives and everything else. People lose their jobs. Some just need do not. I'm not going to be in charge of putting them out there in the world. You don't want to. <laughs> Way back in the day, yeah. You can do the disguises, and we can just like pixelate the faces, <laughs> like that horse mask you wore, Traeger. Yeah. This one time at barbecue. Okay, so if you are buying a barbecue trailer, maybe you don't have a lot of money. What would you suggest someone do? Stay at home. <laughs> <laughs> No, you can get a used trailer. I, I mean, you can get a used trailer. Um, you know, a lot of people, including myself, flip those trailers every two and three years. Some people keep them, you know, um, <laughs> for nostalgic reasons. <laughs> well, you know, this is a business for me, and so when you depreciate something so much, it's time to you know move on and, and get something else for a tax write off. Um, you know, from a business standpoint, but um, you know, you can always go the cheaper route and go to a Freedom Trailer. Um, they're just not as quality built as a Southern Dimensions, and that's why I'm a Southern Dimensions man. And you're dealing directly with the owner, Tracy, of Southern Dimensions. You're not dealing with a third-party vendor, you know, like you would at Freedom. Somebody so trying to mark them up, make them something on You can go in their plant over there and do a plant tour. You can He'll send you progress of your trailer pictures of it being built down the line. I mean, everything. And so it's just, you know, so much well worth it. And, you know, these days, cooking out of a tent, you know, with the rain and the weather and the heat and everything else, if you're going to do more than so long, five yeah. contests a year, you need to be looking into a trailer, in my opinion. It, it just saves you so much headache and heartache. Well, we, start, we started out just with, the like, a trailer that they call a shell trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it doesn't have anything on the inside. There wasn't even power. It just had, like, cargo light. And that's what we, we used it. I, I like them because it gets everything you have barbecue-wise in a, in a, in a spot. Yeah. And that way you're not, you know, worried about putting it in the back of the truck or other vehicles, have it all scattered. You know where your stuff is. And you can get a smaller, you know, in the 14 or 16 foot size trailers for just a couple grand. You know, I've seen some of them, two or $3,000. They're not, they're not that expensive to start. You can. Now, and that's what we started into. And that's what, you know, that's what I always recommend when guys are first talking about wanting a barbecue trailer, really you're wanting a trailer just to get your stuff to your contest, keep it all organized when you're at home. You got a place to put it and get you in that habit. 
Now, the rest of the comforts of it, that's up to you. And that's where you get expensive with them. When you start insulating them, you start putting ACs on them, you start putting water packages on them. Bathrooms. Yeah, all that. That's what gets the money up. But the real, the real, the real reason why you need it is so you got a good place to put the to, to put your stuff at a contest and put it up when you get home. Yeah. Well, I can remember you used to wear yourself out unloading, loading. Oh yeah. You know, Turbulence. I mean, look at Memphis, look at what we do for Memphis in May. All the many trips down there. Multiple. Trips. I would hate to know I was going somewhere out of town to cook that contest mm-hmm. instead of being in town. Yeah. Or we can run back and forth to a storage unit or home or go garage and grab something else and. You know, it's just so crazy the things that we go for down there. And I'm going to simplify myself down there this year even more. Yeah. I mean, I'm just going to go even more easier. You, you got to. <laughs> you just kill yourself. I, you know, and, and the way trailers go, I think the main thing you need is what I would want to start out. If I can get, if I had me a trailer to put my stuff in, I'd want air on it. I'd want some basic lights in it. And I'd want a water package on it. It's kind of like a steak trailer. Yeah, just like the steak trailer. And I, I think, you know, I bought that one used. I think I gave 5500 bucks for it, which is, you know, that's not bad for a 16-foot trailer. It had an awning on it. And um, it was Smoke Me Silly's old trailer before they stepped up. I, you know, I, I saw Robert Russell and I said, man, I'm interested in that. And we use it for a steak cooking because it's perfect to put all our grills and stuff in. But it'd make a great barbecue trailer, So you too. can cook barbecue out of it, yeah. no problem. Yeah, they, they got everything you need. We're tearing it up with that, yeah. you know. I mean, it has, because you got running water, hot and cold. You know, I'm not trying to vend or anything out of it. It's got air AC, to, you know, to make it a comfortable place to work. And so with that trailer, it's got tie-downs in it. You roll your grills up in it when you, you know, get where you're going, roll them out the ramp door, put the awning out, put your prep table outside if you want to, and you're ready to go. And so you could be and as simple as that. you could sleep on an air mattress or something oh, yeah. Yeah. if you had to. Yeah. They might, you could put, um, it's like Austin, his trailer, he had them put a folding, you, know, you can you can we can put a couch bed on something on a smaller trailer like that. I mean, it doesn't have everything. You know, it doesn't have a bathroom and all that. It doesn't have a ton of storage, but it has some cabinets. And, Do you, you think know. about five grand is the cheapest you could get a decent trailer? Probably that'd be about that. That's what I would be will, yeah. wanting to spend probably. Yeah. Yeah. In the ball, you could start finding some decent ones in there for that. And you know, if you get it pre-wired and braced from the factory. Uh, you can put an air conditioner on it yourself for about five or six hundred bucks. You yeah, they're one. they're not. It's not hard to do, I and mean, they just sit right up Four on top of the and a seal. Yeah, right on the little vent that's up yeah. there. You just Four take that out. Seal. Wired for one ten. Not bad at all. When I mean, you run into you run into a lot of the money when you're having them to do wiring and all that. If you if you buy one that's already has it done, you end up saving some money actually. Yeah. yeah. Same thing with the plumbing and stuff. It's more expensive to add all that after the fact it than is. it is to get it from. From well, the, the holding tapes underneath and all that, once the floor's into place and all that, it's just yeah. hard. It's hard. So once you got, like, once you got your new trailer, how long did it take to get it wrapped and branded? I haven't got it wrapped yet. Okay, so it's just. I, I'm going to wait till after Rizzle this week and carry it to the shop since I'm off the first week in October and um, and work on the design then. Yeah. How long do you expect that to take? Or how long did it take with your last trailer? It would trailer? take us about maybe two days to do it. Oh, really? Once once I figure out the design of it, yeah. it won't take him a couple of days. He's really good. Yeah. Really, really good. What was the lead time on build? Like from the time you told He's usually about 12 weeks. That's what, is that about average? I think, man, when we built ours, weeks. I know when I built, years ago when we had ours done, it was an ATC trailer. And I think it's called South Georgia Cargo. Is what the... The kind, but it took them. We we put our deposit down in like February, and didn't get it till August. 
That's, that was typical back then. I mean, it was, you know, you got to plan some time. It's not something you decide, oh, I got the money to go spend one. I can go get one right now after getting a brand new one. Well, that's the big thing about Tracy. He's He's got a big plan, and they're on it, you know, as far as the welding shop goes. So when you put an order and put your deposit in, they're, they're building the frame up pretty quick. And then it goes in the next phase of shop, and the next phase, and the next phase. And the hardest phase is the finish area to where they're trimming it all out and putting all the options in it and all that kind of stuff. That's what slows it down. But they start building your cabinets over here because they know what size they're going to be once, you know, they tell them. So that all they got to do is stick them in once they get it all insulated and wired and all that kind of stuff. Did you go pick it up yourself or did you have some? I did go to pick it up myself. How was that experience? I mean, you just... I mean, I went by myself this time. And so I left from home about, oh gosh, about 8.30 one morning. And uh, well, it was last week before last week before Murfreesboro. I left on like a, I left on a Tuesday. I made it down there and he waited on me to get there uh, about an hour after they closed. I picked it up and then I drove another 75 miles back to Tipton and stayed the night, got a cold beer and went to bed. Got up the next morning, I rolled over to Deep South Smokers and let them install a new smoker in it because Randall had built me another new smoker. And then I come home, I left Atlanta about two o'clock on, on that Wednesday coming home. Did you sell your other smoker to your deep south? Or um, matter of fact, the guy's texting me now. I think I've got a guy from Florida coming to get it. So you took it out. You didn't sell them over any cookers? Either? No. Yeah. Did you, put the, did you have the CTO put on there already? Or yeah. We mounted a CTO on. Who did that? Uh, Cobra equipment. And all the branch. Yeah. We mounted it actually Wednesday before I left for Murphy's Bowl on Thursday. I was working clean up Wednesday <laughs> night until 8 o'clock before I went in the house between trimming meat, mountain cookers, loading everything in the trailer, ordered all new pit posse trailer accessories to be screwed to the walls, you know, paper towel holders to the rub holders, everything. I put all that in there. Uh, I mean, everything that I could, you know, just getting the tiles back in there, yeah. and the linens and, you know, bed stuff. Yeah, you started at zero. Yeah. I started at zero, so, and I was by myself all week long doing it. And so... I was wore out. Yeah, you showed up tired. <laughs> I was, I was, I was tired before I got to Murfreesboro. But you won. That's all that matters. No, you won both. I, I mean, it, it, how much money was that? Almost six thousand. Wow. wow. Wouldn't as good as Spring Fest when when I won both of them. Yeah. yeah. I think it was almost. Uh, I think it was about eighty six hundred for Spring Fest. That was a big win. That was a really big win this past weekend. It, it was. I'm still living on this. <laughs> so how many more are you going to do this year? Uh, I've got Rubel. I've got, uh, then I skip a week. And then I've got Cleveland, which is part of that barbecue battle. Uh, see who wins it. And whoever wins that barbecue battle gets an additional $5,000 on top of the belt. And then I've got Arlington. And then the last week in October, I'm kind of almost, if everything plans out and depends on if I can stay ahead with, with work stuff, I might go do a GBA in Georgia that week. Uh, I've never done a GBA, and Milledgeville's paying $17,000 out that week. Seven, seventeen grand. Yeah. Wow. That's huge. And it's yeah. pork loin, ribs, yeah. and pork. And it's all blind, and when you make finals, it's blind again. Do you resubmit a new blind box? A new blind box. And so instead of 
the judges coming, there's four judges mm-hmm. set a table, and there's nine entries, three rib, three pork, three loin on one table. Wow, really? This yeah. Is, I didn't know that. Yeah, they open them up, and they judge them all right there on the table, the scores. I've never cooked one of those. I hadn't either, and I, you know. Is the pig jig that way? No, no, no. It's still NBN. Okay. And so the pig jig's the next week, and so my theory was, Lonnie was like, I got a place for you to plug up, you know, you can stay at my house, we'll go deer hunting, we'll kill some deer, you know, we'll hang out if you want to come, you got somewhere to stay, and so I'm going to try to work it in my schedule where I think I do Milledgeville and, and then do the pig jig the next week before I come home, have somebody bring me my meat for the pig jig from the meat market over here, and uh, and do that, but I just don't know if I can pull Milledgeville off or not, it's kind of... <laughs> going to be a last minute thing if I can. Yeah. And then after that, it's uh, duck season. Be time for duck season. <laughs> Change my zip code. So there are going to be ducks. <laughs> I'm going to Arkansas. Hopefully there'll be some ducks. Yeah, I believe it will. Everything, I had a good hat rate. Better get cold, man. It's been too damn hot. It's been super hot. The winter's going to be like, climate change is got us. If not, I... <laughs> You've been, watching, you've been watching the news too much, man. Watching the news too much, man. If not, I guess I'm going back fishing. If we don't get it, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do it. do you have any new products coming out? Anything new on that front? You know, hey, but just that mic up. It's trying to slip on you. Loosen that dude up and then bring it up to where. There you go. Crank out. Got a little technical difficulty there, but it's all right. See if that don't sound better. Feel better. Yeah, how's that? yeah, there you go. I can hear you better now. Um, I do have a couple of new products. You know, like I said, I'm going to be dropping a chicken injection and a brisket injection coming up. But I've, I've been working on and it's finished now, and I've kind of drugged my feet about the labels of getting it done on my citrus blend, which I took my everyday rub and added lemon and citrus to it, and um, and a buttery garlic jalapeno. Um, and so I've got That's both awesome. of those ready to go. Everything's been done. Um the spice company's waiting on me to send them labels, and um, I just kind of actually now need to send them, go through and send them all the uh, information to get the labels done. That won't take but about a week or so and do it, but I don't know when I'm going to launch yet. I'm kind of undecided at the moment. Yeah. Sounds Maybe. like that's some good stuff in the works, though. I know that garlic butter jalapeno is yeah. good. <laughs> it, it, the it, garlic it's jalapeno is good. What are you going to call the, um, the, the citrus one? Um, I'm are torn about know? it. I don't know yet. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to call it citrus blend or, not, or what. I don't know. Is it like a fish and chicken type thing? Veggie? Fish, chicken, seafood. Um, it's really good on vegetables. Yeah. Too. Is um, it similar to that Traeger style vegetable rub that's got a little citrus or, or the summer shandy or something? I haven't like compared them to that. Yeah, I'm I that was, that, when I think of citrus ones, that's the one the first two come to my mind I that I use. You know? yeah. I literally took my everyday rub and added citrus and lemon zest to it. Mm-hmm. That was it. Kept it simple, and it changed the flavor up dramatically. And it's so good on like, you know, vegetables and chicken and fish, and you know, scallops and shrimp, yeah, and all that. And we actually been using both of them together, the butter and garlic, and all that on <laughs> on everything. And both of them are excellent. I know the butter and garlic's got to be good on steak. Yeah, that sounds good on yeah anything. Those are some of my favorite things. Are y'all working on anything new right now? Yeah, we got some. We got some new. Uh, Different style. We got a. They actually supposed to ship today. I sent the BOL over to them. Um, it's a one's a Cajun seasoning, one's a jerk seasoning, and then one's like a Mexican seasoning. Grande Gringo is what they call it. So <laughs> it's gonna be. Those are those. Are, they ought to be ready to go next week. And you're working on a brisket rub. Yeah, I got a brisket rub coming too. I've been working on. 
I've been trying to dial it in. I've been working on my Texas-style brisket on the, on the Jambo. Think about got it. Where I want it anyway. You got any new classes coming up? You know, everybody's asking me about classes, and I don't know. I just guess I need to sit down. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I, I don't know. Maybe um, I, I just don't know if I'm going to do another comp class. I really enjoyed the collaboration class we done yeah, you know, yeah. together. I got an email the other day. Uh, they want us to come back out to Arizona, so I told them yeah. I'd get with you. I'll definitely go back to Arizona. Arizona was fun. I'd like yeah. to spend maybe an extra day out there this time. Yeah. You know, maybe going around and seeing some things. Uh, but uh, I'm all for any place we can fly without a connecting flight. <laughs> yeah. There's also uh, Grills in Mississippi's building a new place. Yeah. He, he called me wanting to know about doing something down there. So I told him that I'm probably going to do, I'm probably going to try to do something. Um, March. With, yeah. In March, somewhere like that. But it's going to be like a collab thing. Because uh, I think Jay wants to get part, be a part of it, Tennessee Mojo, and, and Mark and Jamie too. So you may come in on that. And yeah. We'll go down there and see what those guys do. Do a big weekend, multiple classes. Yeah. I think um, backyard classes are the way to go. They're more fun. It is. I think it's a little more impressionable. And I'm not going to say I won't ever do one more comp class, but it's going to be narrowed down of maybe one a year. Yeah. You know, if I do something like that, it won't be several a year like I've done in the past. I like doing the, like I said, collaboration classes and the whole backyard themed. Where we're doing more stuff besides just chicken, pork, ribs, and brisket. Right. Just kind of showcasing a little more. Let you show what else you can cook yeah. besides the comp stuff. You know, I mean, the comp stuff is great, but there's other well, stuff. Well, and honestly, not charging five to seven hundred dollars yeah. for it. You know, okay, let's keep it down to one hundred and fifty bucks yeah. or two hundred bucks, and where you know where you come and eat some good. That's what I like about it. You come, you eat some good food. You learn how to cook some stuff that you, you know normally probably don't cook, or just see how what our take is on it. Yeah, and people seem to really like it. Yeah, yeah, I, I like that style of it a whole lot better. It's fun for us. Yeah, a whole lot less uh, work too. Yeah, <laughs> comp classes are tough. They are. They require, you know, I mean, we typically have two days. Yeah, I mean, it's two days. It's of two days of planning and, and work too. Yeah, yeah. You, you need a team of people helping. You know. You got to feed people multiple meals. It gets it's hard. Yeah. To do it the way you like to do it. Yeah. Well, uh-huh. anything else that we got to talk about today, Shell? Uh-huh. I see you handed me your paperwork. It's folded up. <laughs> it is. <laughs> we covered all the topics we wanted to talk about. Yeah. Heath, you got anything else you want to mention while you're here? No, anybody that I guess hadn't followed me, you know, I'm at yeah. Heath Riles Barbecue on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, give me a shout and uh, I'll try to answer best of your questions you know how that is getting oh, yeah. hundreds of questions a day it's kind of hard to get to everybody at once and sometimes yeah. I'll sit down and spend all day trying to do that and it's hard um, and I just I appreciate everybody that's checked out my website and followed me and said all the good things and wished me luck over the weekend and congratulations I appreciate that well yeah. good luck to you down in Ruleville and go down there and win that one this weekend too. Yeah, just keep, keep it rolling. <laughs> yeah. While you got it on your side, man, keep it rolling. Like Pat Burke told me, you got to ride that horse till she quits. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna beat that poor man to death. I promise. Go get your belt. Uh, all you gotta do is lay it down and what you want. That's it. He bought some graph paper the other day, and he did. Did I bring it to the office? I don't know. I don't think I did. I need to sit down with you and see what see what you think about my ideas. Yeah, we can do it. Well, if you'd like to connect with Malcolm, it's how to BBQ right at Facebook, Instagram, 
Twitter. Twitter and YouTube. If you'd like to connect with me, it's Miss Southern Shell on Instagram and Twitter. Hey, we appreciate y'all hanging out with us today. Heath, thanks for, for coming by, man. It's always good to see you. We'll see y'all next time.